Welcome to the Creative South Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Frostel. Today on the podcast, I talk with the guys from Master of One Podcast, Andrew, Luke, and Patrick. If you're not familiar with Master of One, it's a great pop culture podcast focusing on art and design, toys and games, and television and film. The guys and I talk about their individual origin stories, how Master of One started, and be sure to listen all the way through to find out how you can win Master of One and Creative South Podcast t-shirts, all right after this. I want to thank our friends over at Jack Prince for sponsoring this episode. Whatever you need printed, they can do it. Do you need stickers? Jack Prince can do it. Do you need t-shirts? Jack Prince can do it. Embroidered hats, business cards, banners? Jack Prince can do it. They make great stuff at a great price. Speaking of banners, Jack Prince has their lowest prices on banners ever right now. Some of them are up to 70% off. I just looked up the cost of an 8 foot by 5 foot banner. How much do you think it should cost? $200? $300? More? You can get it at Jack Prince for just $70. While we're talking about great offers, let's talk about the fact that Jack Prince is offering a free Silver Ink upgrade going on right now. But it's not just on Silver Ink. If you're looking to get something embroidered, you can get free Silver Thread too. So when you get something printed or embroidered, now, through the end of the year, add some silver ink into that design. If you love pocket-sized notebooks, check out Jack Prince Pocket Notes. They come with tons of great options, making them perfect for gifts, giveaways, branding, and custom office supplies. Custom pocket notebooks are sized for quick sketching and note-taking. Plus, unlike other printers who, you know, make you design around their logo and have all those parameters like that jack prince builds their custom notebooks from the ground up giving you the entire cover to customize in vivid full color jack prince makes great affordable stuff for designers like you and i they focus on quality and customer service and have been loyal creative self sponsors for years why not pick them next time you need stickers banners or pocket notebooks printed plus jack prince is giving you a great discount you can save up to 75 dollars on your next order just use promo code CS16PODCAST at checkout or visit jack.inc slash design. Are you ready to explore your creativity and meet a ton of new friends while you're doing it? Then head over to creativesouth.com right now and get your Creative South tickets. Join us April 6th through 9th in Columbus, Georgia for Creative South, where you come as friends and leave as family. If you like the podcast and want to help support us, head over to patreon.com slash creativesouth. Every dollar helps us cover hosting costs, upgrade equipment, and keep the podcast going. Plus, when you become a Creative South patron, you'll get access to exciting Creative South news before anyone else, Creative South podcast stickers and t-shirts, and you could even get your own podcast episode. So please, help support the podcast by becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash creative south. chicken but so all right if we're ready we'll get started yeah i'm sure yeah. there will be lots of rolling non sequiturs as we mentioned before okay so um it's a little bit different one uh luke andrew patrick thank you for joining me oh yeah I, absolutely yeah. i mean yeah this feels weird already <laughs> this does feel weird so co- so collectively you guys are the <laughs> master of one podcast and and we'll get yes. into that in a minute but why don't we start off um, from the beginning when Luke was an old man, um, mm-hmm. and that is the beginning. Andrew and Pat, Andrew and Patrick were just uh, gleams in their father's eyes. 
Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) and we'll go around the table and since i keep singling luke out first since he always talks the least i'm gonna make him lead it off uh luke give us a little bit about uh your origin story where you started off and what you do for uh for a living uh okay so i i've actually never um, heard this so actually i don't know what he's gonna (laughs) say so yeah (laughs) I'm, try- I'm trying to figure out where to start. I mean, I was born <laughs> in 1982, so I'm super oh old. Yep. Um, that's n- that's not old, uh, but I feel probably c- I look like I'm ancient, um, and my body it acts smells like, it's ancient, like it's ancient. So I think that's where Andrew and Patrick get their <laughs> their cues to call me an so old man. So why do you man. always pick on um, Luke about the way he smells? Because he has a distinct that's smell. That's a great question. I don't, Sorry I don't think it's Luke. a great question. Oh, I think that's a- an obvious. He smells. That's it. <laughs> it's just an honest okay. answer. No, I don't think Luke. No. Na- I don't think Luke naturally smells bad. You could get that impression based on how Patrick talks. But when his body has had the foods <laughs> that aren't the greats, then the smells begin to happen. And so uh, I don't know why it sounded like Bill Cosby Listen, just there. I, yeah, that's, well, not, that's, the I have a, that's not the foods. I have a very healthy you know digestive Andrew? system, and you know, part of that is just releasing of. Toxic yeah. gases, staying clean, and it just happens. Stored over the ages. When you work together yeah. and hang out together, you uh, share that with your friends. Gotcha. So that's what happened. Um, so born in 1982. No, so I uh, feel ancient. Yeah, I, and then I I grew up. Um, I moved. I'm from Mansfield, Ohio, which is like center of the sure. state, and I moved up to Canton um, and uh, met my wife there. Um, I had been in like drawing. And uh, all kinds of creative stuff, like all throughout school and high school and stuff. Um, and came up to go to Malone, came up to Canton to go to Malone, decided I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. So I quit after a semester mm-hmm. of college. Um, and But I had met my, my wife, Rachel, and so I stayed in Canton and just kind of uh, had a real connection to music and art. And so um, got into playing in a band, toured for a little bit. Um, and after that ended, I uh, got into photography, and that was kind of a common thread into video then, because that's what you do when you're a photographer and digital age transitions, you get into sure. video. And so I got into video, got to know these guys um, from a job, a mutual place we all worked. And um, from there, I'm back to doing photography and video for a living. I have a studio mm-hmm. in Canton with uh, my partner matt and we do commercial photography um like advertising and and uh architectural photography and you know video stuff because that's what people uh do when nobody wants to pay wait but you just photos. you skipped you over video. the venue thing like you kind of downplayed the music stuff but you ran a video a venue for several years too yeah, I started a venue with a couple friends. We did. Uh, it's still going. It's it's not really a venue as much as just a bar anymore. But we started a place that was you know a place for live music. We had touring bands come through, and um, yeah, we did that. I've done. I man, so I'm like, when it's like uh, jack of all trades, master oh. of none. Like <laughs> that's my life. Um, the common thread has been you know art and um, photography, but. More than that, toys. You know, I've been into toys, like growing up playing toys and got into customizing toys um, and playing video games. And so, like, that's if as far as like hobbies go, that's been like the common thread throughout 
my existence is toys and games. So that's where my niche fell in the podcast. But yeah, I've done everything. Okay. I mean, from like uh, selling ammunition at gun shows, <laughs> just to like, like everybody does. A, uh, he smuggled it in in his being beard. Being a and clerk then... at a grocery store, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. So- I've done everything. So dude. real quickly with the with the photography stuff, you mentioned the architectural and stuff like that. You guys do a lot of kind of large format stuff, right? Yeah. So we shoot well, we shoot medium mm-hmm. format, um, digital, but uh the architectural stuff that we do, we have a tech camera and that uses large format lenses. Um so yeah, it's uh it's like really high pixel count. Um really large files because we stack the the type of stuff we do is we stack uh ambient and artificial mm-hmm. light to kind of get the best representation of a space so you're um, doing multiple so yeah, exposures we like, and then okay yep very cool yeah. all right uh mr patrick hi tell me about yourself Yes, um, man, and again, I can't say like enough how weird this already is. I uh, I was the kid that wanted to be creative but wasn't. I I have a um, well, I come from a family of seven, and in one of my brothers, um, he always was like kind of the artist. He was the uber creative, whether it was writing or whatever, and uh, he also got the most attention. And when I was young, I just wanted attention, and so I equated being creative with getting attention. Um, the other thing I still do. still do yeah and the <laughs> other thing that obviously um, and the other thing was being funny because he, he was very funny and so I always told myself like if you're funny people will like you and so it became this game like this numbers game of if I just crack a joke at everything then you know a lot of it'll miss but a couple will hit and they'll hit big and then it'll be worth it so that kind of like I'm not saying it worked out in my favor but I'm just trying to give you an idea of the type of child that I was. So, um, but it's this weird thing with, um, on the creativity subject, it's this weird thing of feeling like some people have it innate and either, either you do or you don't, and it's either innate or you don't have it. It doesn't necessarily feel like something you can train. I don't think that's something that people typically have the perspective of. And, Mm -hmm. um, and so for me, it was always coming at it this, like from a side direction. So, um, I'm a front end developer and, um, that has been my way of being creative has been taking people's, you know, designs that they hand me and breathing life into them and then kind of inferring my own interaction and stuff like that. So it's, that's something I would say that is still, uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure how I actually fit in the puzzle. I like, I, I still kind of equate creativity with attention and importance, but at the same time, I don't feel like the most creative person in the room. So I would say that's like the common struggle. Well, part. you're not, so we're fine with that. Yeah, because Andrew's here. But <laughs> but no, it's um. So other than that, it, oh come on, guys, don't leave me hanging on that. Now I just sound like an asshole. <laughs> oh no, I was totally gonna let you hang on. It's that. your show. I don't. Yeah, this no, is I mean, your this I, is your show. You're the one on the hook, not us. <laughs> All the pleasantries have gone out the window now that we're on this side of the of, of the I microphone. I can say this is definitely the least I've heard Andrew talk so far but I, I'm sure it'll change. Um, but yeah, so... He's biting his nails over there. Yeah, so growing up was was me struggling for attention, struggling for, you know, either through trying to be funny or just talking a lot. And um, I it probably wasn't until I was probably, um, I don't know, maybe 22 years old that I finally decided to start figuring out who I was rather than mm-hmm. instead of like, you know, what everyone else was or, or liked... 
Wait, yeah, I don't know. I just you? started trying to figure it out 22, and I'm still not there yet. But uh. um, and so that led to that led to some like big things in my life. I I ended up uh, losing 100 pounds. I ended up driving up to Maine to hike Katahdin. I was going to hike the AT, and I didn't. I ended up instead taking the money I saved and drove out to Denver. And uh, then mm. that led me off the hills of that. I went up to Ohio. That's where I met Andrew and Luke. Um, that's where I did my first like real web gig. And then, uh, now I can vouch for that. He, that's when we met. It is. Thank you. <laughs> and then after that down to, so, so what was it about Ohio though? I mean, was it, you had the job lined up and that's why you headed out to Ohio? No, I ran out of it? money. Like what happened is I saved up money oh, to hike okay. the trail and then it was, I didn't hike the trail. I went to Colorado and then I just blew through the money. And then one day I didn't have any money and I said, I should get a job. And it was just, it was like the second I mean, I did a lot of interviews, but it was it seemed like a cool deal, and I flew up there, met Andrew, and I really liked. Andrew. I actually met Andrew and Luke. They were like the f- first two people I met up there, besides Bronson. And um, I our first meeting was a lie. Another story. That's another so story. I, it That's just a good story. it was it was convenient, partly, but partly because I thought I would enjoy the job, but also it was sure. new and different, and and I liked the idea of just like mixing everything up and starting over. So um, ended up in Ohio, was there for a bit. Ended up down in Chattanooga, where I'm at now. And, uh, it's mm-hmm. still like this, you know, I'm, um, you know, still fighting to find where I fit in the creative space, but that's me for sure. Gotcha. So where do you fit in on the podcast? Oh, I'm, uh, 33% of the hosts. <laughs> You're 34. <laughs> oh, wait, I am legally 34%. 34%. That's another story. No, um, <laughs> well, yeah. So on the podcast, I, uh, I, movies, movies are the things that I enjoy. Movies are, are an escape. There are two things I would consider a huge escape for me. One is running because I'm so focused on like the act of not dying that I can't think of anything else. And the second <laughs> thing is movies. Like when I'm in a theater, the world does not exist. The only world that is there is the one that I'm like watching unfold in front of me. So movies, that's, that's like what I bring to the show personally. Although it's also two years in now it's also bled together that we're all just over everything at this point but anyway gotcha so andrew we saved the best for last debatable Sweet. so who's going before it's me debatable. <laughs> <laughs> um shoot i should have that i said that wrong here edit this again no here, no no again. no 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 cool who's going after me there that was <laughs> yeah well that was a clean that was a clean record you can go ahead and just edit that in no 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 you left me hanging on mine i'm gonna leave you hanging on this one <laughs> yeah. well, da, da, da. well we'll see how who who wins the day um is it patrick go ahead and keep a tally of who yeah, leaves who hanging one on and one, one gotcha right? <laughs> Keep it going. All right, good. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. So, I what do you want to know? Winning. My my little Wikipedia page. Yeah, give me the uh, give me the rundown. Where where where'd you grow up? Where'd you uh, hang your hopes and dreams? When were you defeated and built? And when did you build yourself back up? Cool. All right. Um, <laughs> born and raised in Florida, Tampa area, uh, West Coast Florida, kind of Central West Coast Florida, and my family were were we were Disney people like we didn't go camping um well we did but we'd go to the fort wilderness lodge (laughs) we didn't go to um we you know we didn't go on like major road trips you know cross-country things we like to the grand canyon or anything we did disney so we, we would do all the parks uh three or four times a year um and that was just what we did and so as far back as i can remember i mean back to back to when i was three years old i said i wanted to be a disney animator um, have been drawing my whole life. Uh, I have a, a drawing on my desk somewhere that was from when I was like three of a Ninja Turtle, mm-hmm. and my mom kept it 
framed it. Um, and I now have it again. And uh, my parents cultivated that. My second grade teacher told them that. And they said, she said, uh, hey, you know, your son is, is, is pretty talented when it comes to drawing. Like, yeah, we know. And she's like, well, I think you should get him like a professional tutor and it would help. And so I, I, uh, she connected us with a guy who I met with for an hour and a half every single week from second grade all the way to my junior year of high school. And he taught me everything from painting, um, like fine arts, painting, sculpting, airbrushing, um, pencil drawing, color pencils, um, everything. And, uh, for, so I essentially got my like fine arts degree over the course of my, you know, my young childhood all the way through my early adolescence and, um, was planning on working at Disney. My, my parents connected me with the Disney Institute. My dad and I went and worked for a weekend with the Disney animators, mm-hmm. um, who, these guys who've worked on Beauty and the Beast and 101 Dalmatians and, uh, Pocahontas and these things. And I'm sitting there working alongside them and I made my own little 15 second, uh, animated short and it was very very terrible um, it was of a, <laughs> a, like a stick guy he wasn't a stick guy but a, a very simplified figure playing basketball and then right when he goes up for the hoop he slips on a banana peel that was the that was it and it was the whole movie my mom still has every single one of those sheets of paper it's a stack about that big um of of animation paper but that was the goal. And then um something changed in my junior to senior year where I decided I wanted to go to Bible college which it's a, that's a whole story in and of itself. And my parents were really supportive and said, okay. Um, so I went off to Bible college, but I started applying everything that I knew, uh, from my design, like from my, uh, my fine arts training Mm -hmm. and got my first computer got my first copy of uh, Adobe illustrator. Um, legally, I will say, I I heard uh, you mention that on, uh, one of your recent episodes, um, legally obtained um, with the student discount, uh, Adobe Illustrator. It was like CS1 or 2, I think. It was way back ago. And started applying everything I knew about fine arts to the digital world and started doing graphic design. So I've been doing graphic design now for almost 13 years. Oh, no, it's almost 14 years. And um, have done you know everything from logo branding, uh, organizational promotional marketing stuff to book type uh, typesetting and in cover design and um, I've done some apparel design. I got a, a design picked up a few years ago from the gap um, that, that showed a fair amount of success. Um, and uh, so I, I've kind of been all over the graphic design gamut. Um, and then uh, I am now, so I got my, I got my degree in, in youth and family ministry. I'm no longer using that degree whatsoever. I am <laughs> a communications director and I've been a communications director for now for the last five years. Um, and, um, so I get to do design day in and day out and where I fall in the spectrum on the podcast is I am the master of art and design. Um, so, uh, I answer, I typically get the questions that are geared toward the design, uh, enthusiast. That's me. The lately Patrick I now seems to have been San getting Antonio, a lot of those. By the way. Oh what? my yeah. gosh. It's never ending. <laughs> I think I have it again this week. All I don't know. Cause I don't listen to the episode till like the day before. So. <laughs> So, so how, walk me through how you guys met. I mean, I realize it was y'all ended up working for the same company, but how does that happen? Um, and how is Luke's meeting y'all a lie? Well, actually, meeting Patrick a lie. <laughs> Luke, you and Andrew knew each other before y'all worked together. 
And so yeah. what spurred, right. so when I went up to interview, Andrew was the guy that was interviewing me, but he brought uh, Yeah, Patrick right. worked for me. Yeah, Lu- Andrew <laughs> okay. is my boss, but the, he yeah. brought Luke along for part of the interview, even though Luke didn't work there. So Luke, how did that happen? Uh, wait, so did I work there at that you point? No, I, did. I guess I didn't. No. <clears throat> so Andrew and I met, uh, because I had mutual friends at the place he worked. Um, and so we met for, uh, I think it was a concert we had went we to went together. We went and saw Mute Mouth, we just, yeah. And went to, yeah, uh, we went BD's saw... Mongolian Grill beforehand and I paid yep. for your dinner. Yep. Oh, that's Aww, right. That was a nice little sweet date. It was a good date. But it was because uh, Luke was gave me t- his extra ticket to the concert. Right. I had an so. extra ticket. Andrew, did you put um, on at the end? Yeah, I put out my hand and gave him a nice hearty handshake. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, but it was weird. So we so Andrew and I, we just like we really hit it off. Um we decided then after that, uh, we were in contact. We decided to go to New York together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went um we had both have friends, um like each of us had friends in New York and we had talked about like going to visit our friends and we're like, well, let's just get a a hotel together and save money on the trip and go up to New York. Um, you can visit your friends. I'll visit my friends, but you know, whatever. And so we went to New York together with our friend, uh, Jonathan. Well, his friend, Jonathan, who's now my friend, uh, four months, months, maybe. (laughs) In in an amount of time that if I had a daughter, I would say you never, ever, ever, ever do this. (laughs) It doesn't happen in real life. That just, that whole thing does not happen in real life. It feels weird. Um, But yeah, so we, I don't know, we, our friendship was, was very fast and we just clicked Mm -hmm, right away. Um, But I, I invited invited Luke to come to this thing because Luke was on the creative team. Oh, okay. He was, he was a volunteer, you know, kind of helping out. Yeah. And you said, Hey, I want, I want you to give me your first impressions of this guy. But Luke showed up late because he's typically Uh, late. And ultimately, and ultimately, <laughs> no, no, though, no. it was Luke. I'm going to pay for your lunch. <laughs> like, right. I've got, I've got the corporate you card. You come have lunch with us, and we can, we can hang out. Was that Red Robin? So yeah, they'd get yeah, me to go. Red free Robin. Lunch. I got there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got there, and they were they already had a table, and so I, I came over and was like, "Hey," and introduced to Patrick. We had lunch together, um, with Bronson. Bronson was there, um, and. Uh, it was cool. Like we, you know, we hit it off. And then when we went to leave, Patrick stood up. And Patrick, you're yeah, all of six, right. seven, right? But my um, sitting height and is pretty normal. And he, carry, he, carries, he carries all of his height in his legs. Yes, he does. Right. Yes. Um, so <laughs> he stood up and I was like, oh, wait a second. This, <laughs> you are tall. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you are tall. Um so our, yeah, our whole first uh, everything I knew about him changed because it, I had I had known a guy in the scope of the same world as me, but then as soon as he stood up, I was like, "He's Wait a, a giant." Second. I don't know if any of these answers yeah. make sense because so, he's a giant. But yeah. the deal is, so um, we met then, and not long after that, you did start working right. for the same place, and we would right, all exactly. eat lunch together, and we would just like we would talk over lunch. And it would normally end in someone like, you know, like spitting up Mountain Dew or like something coming out of their nose or whatever. And so we just Mm -hmm. had this time of like, hey, we're really awesome to listen to, obviously. Wait, 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 wait. Before before you sound super, (laughs) before you sound super uh, narcissistic, people would say to us regularly, I love sitting 
it, I love having lunch with you guys because I learn so much. That's true. People right. would regularly tell us that they would learn stuff that they would have no that they have no idea about. It was usually pop culture. Like, How do you guys know be about fair. Yeah. For those stuff. that don't like, normally well, listen to the show, like. I am going to be sarcastic in this next bit. So if you're not anticipating this, this is sarcasm. But uh, they listen to they listen to the Creative South podcast. I'm pretty sure they're well attuned to okay. sarcasm. Yeah. So, <laughs> but the point is, it was this thing of like people, you know, said they would enjoy listening to us, and it it seemed like we the three of us were kind of always leading the discussion and had a bit of an audience at lunch. So it was um, I I had podcasted with someone else like literally one episode, maybe two episodes, and so um, it went really well. Yeah, and and I went back and it, I was talking to Andrew, and I think I was talking to Andrew initially, and I was like, um, or he, one of us, was just like, why don't we just record ourselves? And then, um, and then it just from the beginning, it was the three of us. I don't think there was ever any question about. Uh, well, weren't we all? Weren't we at a coffee shop, all three of us, and we decided we were to literally like, sitting hey. at a coffee shop. I remember exactly yeah. what table we were at, and I and. I and we too. sat there and we were talking about how funny it was. And then all of a sudden I said, why don't we just put a microphone in front of us when we talk? Yeah. Right. And that was it. And then we're, and then we, and then within two oh, that hours, was the same night. On a so like we had branding, I think within two hours as well. Like, I think it was like, it was this very, <laughs> it was a late night. It was a late night. It was definitely a late and, night. And um, so it all came together just really, really fast. We just completely jumped in and we're just, we have access to gear and, and we have the kind of combined knowledge, so we jumped in pretty quick. And um, man, it's just—we're all the type of personality that if we're going to do something, we're going to put a you know 110 percent into it. That's just the way all of us tick. None of us can do something halfway. And so, mm-hmm. unfor- unfortunately, <laughs> life would be easier if we could. Um, <laughs> oh man! But um, yeah, oh, we just man. jumped in, and it was just bad in the beginning. But then you get better, and you keep doing it, and and. Um, and you know, just small gains. That's what it's been. But yeah, that's we ended up all working together. Andrew was my boss, and then now you know, since we've splintered and we're all over the place. Yep. So did you fire him? Is that why he's in Chattanooga? All right, listen. Oh, oh. No, no, no. Let me tell you a story about <laughs> that. So I um, was pushing pretty pretty hard for Patrick to get a raise for about a month, month and a half. Like where I was like actively like, hey, we really need to make this happen. We really need to make this happen. And so I uh, finally was able to make it happen. And uh, the, just the alignment and everything worked out great. So uh, great. my supervisor was like, yeah, you can you can go ahead and tell him now. I'm like, great. So I left his office, walked straight over and said, hey, Patrick, you have, a, you have a minute? And he's like, yeah. So I brought him into like this like little meeting room. And I said... Hey, dude! I know that uh, you've been working really hard, and I know that you've, you know, you've you've talked about needing more money, and and I've, you know, been advocating for that. So I just want to let you know, uh, because you're doing such a great job. Here's a raise, and it takes effect as of it'll take effect as of your next paycheck. Like it's already in effect, mm-hmm. and you'll like you'll see it on the next paycheck. And hmm. uh, <laughs> and Patrick went, oh man, I really wish I had talked first. <laughs> and then he proceeded to quit. <laughs> He proceeded to quit after I gave him a raise. Um, you so should have seen the look on Andrew's face. Yeah, we seriously had. So I did. I had already lined something else up, and and I was always told my my dad. Um, my dad owned um, several businesses. He was he's always you know that type of guy, the entrepreneur, and uh, he'd always told me that like you do not it, pretty much be guarded what you tell an employer. Because nothing is certain until it's certain. And as soon as you tell someone you're looking at doing something else, even if you think you are friends or you are close, 
like at that at that moment they could just let you go and then you're out in the cold type thing so i had i hadn't been talking to andrew so as far as andrew was concerned things were fine things were fine things were fine and i had lined something else up at this point and um he, you're making this story way longer than it needs to be. Really, what it boils down to is Patrick didn't trust. No, me. but but here's the thing. So <laughs> I know, and it, I that's you know that's like my dad ingrained into me. But the point is, so Andrew didn't talk to me for like he talked to me as little as he possibly could for like two or three days. Like it was it was for, very it was awkward, solid forty eight hours. Very where I was weird. Just pissed. Yeah, can't imagine and why. It was Christmas. It was Christmas. Yeah, I turned in. So I actually <laughs> printed out my notice on Christmas Eve between Christmas Eve services. Oh my gosh, it was it was a hot hot mess. But since then we all have moved on and it's been great. Yeah, it's been awesome. But um yeah, I totally I can tell by the tone in your voice that you're not holding that against him. I have moved on and it's all great. <laughs> Next subject. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but <laughs> So so Patrick, you uh you quit on Andrew, right after he goes to bat for you and has your back and gets you a raise. Yeah. Um, traitor. And, I mean, mm-hmm. that sucks for you, Andrew. I'm so sorry. Um, it's all right. It's all right. It didn't we suck all, that we bad. All well, let me, I, let me say this because... <laughs> no, to be fair, it, it was actually better because then I could cuss in front of him. No, it's... um, <laughs> You know, I think there's a lot of people in our position. We deal with, with creatives all the time that are just... You know they they want to be doing freelance full time or they or they want to be um, you know they don't like where they're at now or they want to be able to pursue art or, or whatever it is and um, and it's a couple things that might keep them from doing that it it can be the, you know uh, of course fear of being able to actually support yourself like what if okay the business is here this month but what if it's not here next month or or it can be some type of like felt um, or assumed obligation like these people need me and if I and if I leave them then I'm putting them in a bad spot and. And, you know, that's rude of me or something like that. But, I, you know, I sure. would I would argue that um, at least on that second point, and this is where I was coming from because, I, you know, I, I loved Andrew. I loved working with, um, you know, Luke and Andrew and, and a lot of the people. I notice he says this in the past tense, tense Andrew. Yeah, he loved. Yeah, it was great. Um, <laughs> and, and, yeah, like part of me wanted to say, like, you know, what am I doing? I've only been up here like a year and a half and now I'm abandoning these guys. And, and he's like a close friend. And what if he hates me and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, like I had to take care of myself and I had to say like, um, you know, I can't just assume this, this, um, obligation that's not there. And, um, and then concerning the other, like as far as the money and things like that, it's one of those things that you're, you're not going to know until you know, like you have to put yourself out there. I would say that there's a lot of people that, um, they wait until circumstances force them there as opposed to just taking the step themselves and um, I think there's something to be said for finally taking the step and having the pressure of that that can spur you on to get there um, where you don't feel like you could get there normally. So I would just encourage anyone that is, you know, there's a balance where if you at the time, like I wasn't, you know, I wasn't married or anything like that. So really, I was the only person I was concerned about. So obviously, if you have family, or if you have kids, then, then that's that's going to be a different situation. Um, but sure. I would say that given that, you know, given your responsibilities or where you can, I would say that whatever that thing is that you want, you might as well go for it. I mean, people talk about moving all the time. Like, you know, I, I grew up here and I don't want to be here anymore, but I don't make enough money to leave. Well, you can be poor here or you can be poor over there. It's a difference in geography, but you can be poor <laughs> either place. It doesn't matter. Plenty of poor people live over there. So the point is like, if whether it's moving or, or the job thing, I would just say 
like go for it because worst case scenario you're not going to end up in jail you're not going to like end up dead you're just going to go oh i made a bad decision and then you're just going to find another job or, or whatever it is so or if you're going freelance you'll just have to go back to work but that's like that's worst case you know so anyway sure. that's my rant for that so i felt bad <laughs> leaving but i had to do what was right for me and um right. and, and ultimately it was the right thing and in so, and I think it probably helped Andrew. Well, and n- none of us are there anymore. Yeah, so, so I was going to say, I think it probably helped some other people do what was right for them as well. <laughs> so, Andrew, you, how long after Patrick jumped ship did you uh, abandon ship? <laughs> I abandoned ship when the ship... They made him walk the plank. Set got set ablaze um so you were forced into a decision (laughs) oh that was not forced into a decision uh they fired me Um, that's forced into a decision there was no no decision because there was no it wasn't your decision they made a a decision i reaped the benefit um and i actually do say benefit because it was actually the best thing that's that's ever happened to me probably um but uh it was oh my gosh how long so patrick left and then luke how long until you left I left in May. Oh, okay. Okay. So how? And so Jan- you left in what? I was gone by September. Jan- yeah. Yeah. So, so there was a rapid we all succession. left within nine months of each other. Okay. It's like having a baby. Yeah. It's like having a scary no job baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so Andrew, when you left, or when you were um, set free to explore new opportunities, yeah. Uh, there you go. Um. Did you immediately land upon your job in San Antonio or did um, or did you yeah, jump around yeah, a lot? Kind of. Yeah, I mean kind of. I did I wasn't looking at other places. I was actually beginning to start um freelance solely. Mm-hmm. Um and I was already aligning things before they fired me, I was getting ready to quit. <laughs> um and so they uh the only thing they did was they robbed me of the opportunity to to have the satisfaction of quitting, but that's fine. Because you know, it's it's just it's fine. Everything is, has worked itself out. But um, I was gonna do freelance solely, but then uh, when everything happened, I called my friend out here who had been trying to get me to come out here to work for him. Um, ever since he left uh, Ohio, he was trying to get me to come out here. So for maybe like four or five months, I was skirting calls from him or just um, nicely declining and saying no way and those kinds of things. Um. But then when he when he found out what what all had happened, he invited me to come out, me and my wife to come out to uh, just visit with he and his wife and enjoy San Antonio for the weekend. And I'm like, okay, so they they flew us out, um, and unbeknownst to me, uh, he had already pitched me and the need for me to his uh, supervisor. And so when I got here, I was essentially in job interview mode the whole weekend, but I didn't know. It was probably the best <laughs> for me because I was super relaxed. I was just being myself and uh, had dinner with the with you know the the lead guy and uh, met a couple of other people and it was just it was cool. It was nice to meet new people and just had a great time. And before I left, they had they had essentially offered me a job and um, I kept saying no. And then over the course of a few weeks, it turned into, well, maybe we could make that happen. And I kind of gave them like, um, if you want me to come out there, here's what it would take. And they kept kind of meeting me where I was giving, you know, g- giving my quote unquote list of demands. And it kind of got to a point where I was like, well, they've kind of given me everything I've asked for. 
they've taken away my opportunity to say no. I mean, may as well try. It would this. be rude at this point. <laughs> at this point, it would be rude. Um, so yeah, I mean, within two months, I was I was working in San Antonio. I was working from Ohio for the first few months. Okay. And then at the beginning of the year, uh, flew myself and my wife and my son uh, out here to San Antonio, and it's been awesome. And how long have you been down there now? Uh, I mean, we moved. The last day of December we got here, so it's been almost nine months. Oh, okay. Depending on when this episode airs, it'll it'll be nine months. It'll air sometime in October, probably. Doing math okay. there. Okay, it, it, it's been about ten months. About ten months. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Patrick leaning in like he's been paying attention. Yeah, the whole time. I know. Time. It's almost like he, he realizes right now that he was reacting Welcome to something to he saw on Instagram. He's like, oh, did I did that out yeah. loud. Yeah, I was figuring he was either texting something or looking at Instagram. It is, this is amazing for sure. You wouldn't believe this. Sorry, Andrew, what? <laughs> Textagram. I said I was born a small boy atop the uh, mountains of Saskatchewan. That's beautiful. You were born a small black boy in Mississippi. I've literally already mm-hmm. texted, texted. Is it text that or texted that? <laughs> texted. I don't know what you're texted. talking about, okay. I'm going with texted in the past tense, yes. It always feel weird when I say it, like every time. I say it a lot for some reason. Like, I, I don't know, that phrasing. That's all. <laughs> phrasing. So, Luke, what did... Were you freed um, freed up to make new opportunities, or did you uh, leave willingly? Oh no, I I freed you myself saw, you up. You saw the to writing on the wall and got the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, I'm still figuring out how to make that path, but I have been free to make it since. I last have freed May. myself, and now I'm looking for a path. <laughs> <laughs> so if you see any paths that look all of literally let take me know. any path. <laughs> Hey, I know that feeling. All the paths I keep going down have lots of brambles uh, and weeds and snakes and oh, things like that. So. No, it's been it's been so good. So I I've had this. You know, I don't know what it is about my personality. I don't I don't deal well with authority in general. I, maybe it's I don't know. I don't know what it is. But um, I had this. I've had this desire to be my own boss. Uh, ever since I started working. Um, and I had that opportunity. I started my own business and it has been awesome. It's been amazing to be the, the master of my own destiny, so to speak. Um, that's the D I got lucky talking. enough to no. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got lucky enough to find a partner that, that, uh, shares a lot of the same feelings about business as I do. Uh, we work really well together. We both have the same types of passion about it. Um, so it's been awesome. Um, the problem is, is I have a family and I got to pay bills for my family. And That's so, a good thing to um, do, yes. at, right. As we're building clientele and stuff like that, um, you know, it, it's just come down to, you got to do what you got to do to pay the bills. So I'm not, I'm not doing as much of the stuff I love to do. I'm just doing the stuff I have to do to make the money. Um, but you, you just have to do that. Um, so yeah, it's uh, starting my own business has been a journey for sure, and it's it's awesome, but it's not uh, it's not mm-hmm. easy, you know. I I don't I didn't expect it, um, but at first it was pretty easy. We had a whole lot of work, and it was you know we were full throttle doing it, and it was great. Um, but it's kind of gotten back to the reality in the last six months, and it's uh, you know I'm having to do other stuff to to pay bills and stuff that you know is not my passion. Um, but I think that's, you know, that's just being a grown up. So, um, 
yeah, I I have I've loved the change from from where we're all working together. It sucks not working <laughs> together, not looking over the cubicle wall and saying, "Hey, look at this and tell me what hey, you think." Hey, stop or, looking over the cubicle Patrick, wall. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to send that to you because you already threw it away and trashed it. <laughs> it's not my fault. I heard this discussion. Um, uh, but oh, yeah, man. it's been uh, it's oh, been really Patrick. good. You know, since I've left that place. So Patrick is uh, not a digital hoarder, just a tab collector. I, but I'm not yeah. that either. Yes. He's, I'm telling you, he's confusing me with someone else. It's I. Nope. No, I close my tabs, so don't believe him on that. At the end of the oh, day, oh, okay. that's fine. I'm not. I'm not saying <laughs> the, you go the, to bed the, with open tabs. Notice the part sure, that he's arguing with isn't the part of him throwing out the files the second he gets done with oh, them. Oh, no, no, no. That for that. sure happens. <laughs> he doesn't even argue that. No, no, no. It, it, it's probably happening right I've now. I've thrown away stuff before I even had used it and gone, oh, shit, I needed to use that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's happened, so mark it. <laughs> I may or may not have done that one a few times, but for the most part, I'm a digital hoarder. I've got all this space. I can always buy more space if I need it. Why not keep it? That's right. No. And then when I need to find something, I am No, screwed. it's clutter. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't do that at all. That's all. Gotcha. <laughs> so getting So getting on to the um the reason I had y'all on here is the podcast. Yes. Uh, Say what? <laughs> you do a podcast? We do too. I know it's weird how that works, isn't it? So and that no, we both we both knew. Let's be honest yeah. to the audience. We both knew that each yeah, other do podcasts. Yeah. And and so that's actually how we all met. Is you know, wait a second. We do a podcast. Uh, Patrick and I do. <laughs> oh, well, depending on the night, only did? Andrew does. So I don't know. For the past <laughs> month, it's been Luke and Patrick, and then somebody else rotating in and out of chairs while you've been uh, just vacationing. You know, San Antonio's been good to me. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so so that's how the four of us all met is through, you know, kind of the podcasting and y'all coming to yeah. Creative South to do the podcast live last year. Um, yes. So why don't we kind of work our way back to that conversation that y'all had that uh, started the podcast for y'all that turned into like figuring out the format and coming up with branding and sleep deprivation and ulcers and Luke having to stay up way too late to edit everything together. Uh, okay. Let me start. And then Patrick inevitably you'll say yeah. a thing. And then at the end, Luke will grunt. <laughs> um, so we, uh, Ugh, I'm just going to get it out of the way. So I can <laughs> stop <Okay>. listening. <laughs> so, so we had determined, uh, we had determined that we, we felt like, people at least the people in our immediate surroundings enjoyed hearing us talk to each other about stuff that we like to talk about did you so ever like, confirm well, this though yeah oh okay sure. okay <laughs> yeah 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 they they would say like yeah they would say it. and so we decided we would just give it a shot and and a couple of things we determined early on was we were gonna we were gonna set the expectation and we were going to live up to that expectation so there was, wasn't going to be any of this like you know, do a few episodes and then take like a long break and then come back. Like it was, we were going to set a consistency and we were just going to go with it. And initially our, our, what we had decided was we wanted to do it every other week. We didn't want to overcommit. And then we did that the very first time and we got bored like the mid, like the middle of that next week. We're like, we want to do this again. 
So we put out another episode, and so we ended up making the commitment to do it once a week. And now we yep. are um, we're over two years in. We are currently at record date. We're at 192 episodes. By the time you listen to this, when it's when it releases, we will be past uh, 200 episodes uh, because now um, at the beginning of the year we shifted to a two day a week. Uh, release. Yeah. So we have two different episodes that release each week. Um, and uh, and as we went along, we learned. And as we went along, we uh, we picked up some good habits and started making a, a name for ourselves. Um, and when we first started, there was a handful of people who listened every week. Uh, if we hit 20 downloads, we were ecstatic. And um, and now we're we're you broke a double fair digits. Above. Of course, you're doing great. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and now we're a fair bit above that. And uh, so much. I mean, like to literally today, uh, I I saw a guy and he um, a guy that that I know and he said that he has been listening to the podcast um, and that he had a friend over and and he said that she's a designer. I don't know if he had her over, but he he thought of her when he listened to the podcast because she's a designer for Hallmark. And he said, uh, you should have her on the show. And so he called her up and was talking to her and he told her, hey, you should go. You should check out the Master of One podcast because these guys talk about the stuff that you like. And she's like, oh, I already listened to that show. (laughs) (laughs) And she started listening when we had Aaron Draplin on. And um, so just to think that, you know, just two years ago, um, we had a handful of people listening to the fact that now... Um, we hear that pretty regularly. That randomly, people will already have heard of us, and people who we respect have already have already tuned in, and um, and and it's been a quite a ride. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's gotcha. um, yeah. That that's probably still the most bizarre thing to me. We we end up hiring somebody at work, and um, I work at a design firm now in Chattanooga, and the the guy came in and said that uh, like one of his friends from school used to listen to the show, and it was I don't know. It's just bizarre when someone's heard of you before you've like met them. Um, it's yes, yes, it is. It's just, it's weird. Um, I mean, it's, I don't even know how to say like, like, or don't like, it's just so unexpected because the thing is we, when we got into this, we did it because we just liked the creative outlet. I mean, it was fun to do. We enjoyed talking, we enjoyed talking about this stuff. It was never one of those, let's see how many people will listen to us. Um, or let's see like if we can make money, because the answer is podcasting you don't but you know it was never let's see if you can make money and let's it wasn't that it was just that this is fun we're going to talk about this stuff anyway i make eleven dollars and 43 cents a month off patreon exactly hey so it was one of these like you know we're going to talk about this stuff anyway we might as well just also record it so we can go back and listen to it and um and you know i i'll even um one thing i've noticed is the amount of um, this is kind of a side note, but I think it fits in like the amount of creatives that, that play an instrument. It's just, it seems like so many people that I, that I meet that are, um, in the development sphere or that, um, like draw, whatever they play guitar, they play drums, they play something like that. And I think what it is, is that people that are, that are creative, um, the medium doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter that it's, you know, spray paint and it doesn't matter that it's, um, you know, uh, you know, some pen or, or paper or, or a computer, or it doesn't matter that it's a toy. The point is they're, they're creative and they're going to get that creativity out. And the medium is almost doesn't matter as much as just the act of being creative. And so I, I think for us, it was just, this was a way of like getting some of that energy out. And that's, that's kind of how it started now, naturally being that again, we are, you know, 
we always want to be doing better and better and better, you do start looking at metrics and you do start measuring what you're doing and you do ask yourself, how can I be better at this? It's it's the same, you know, someone that draws, they want to draw that thing better the next time and better the next time. And certainly when I code, I want my code to be, you know, more performant, better written the next time and the next time. So, of course, we started pushing for that because I think that's our personality. But the reality is when it started, it was... it. it I really don't think there was any ego in it. It was just this idea of we enjoy doing this. We're creative people. Let's just put something out there because, you know, we're going to be working towards something. It might as well be this. Um, so anyway, so now fast forward, it's it's a bit more focused in the approach, but I think that same sure. root idea is there. Luke, you can grunt now. Uh. <laughs> Guys, that's two grunts. That's pretty good. That's high praise from Luke. That's more talking than I've done. Luke, are you shining <laughs> shoes right now? Yeah. I think he's I putting together a model. See, yeah. that's the thing. Luke is yeah. always... The, you can see why he's master of toys and games. He never stops. It is never I, I I literally could not do that while I was carrying on a conversation with someone. Cause, well, he's not carrying on a conversation. Well, the beauty of it is <laughs> well, he's this not is even true. listening. <laughs> <laughs> so it works yeah, out great. <laughs> So, Luke, what was it about uh, starting the podcast that made you want to stick through, stick with it? Um, well, I mean, I think it was like it was just something that we all naturally did when we were together. We just talked about the stuff that we liked, and just so happened that we we all liked the same things, and we all had a natural bent towards like one aspect of that, you know? And so that's how the podcast came about. It's like, well, we all know about this stuff. Patrick has already said he's, you know, movies are his thing, his his, his escape. Um, Andrew's obviously a, an art and design guy, and I've been playing with toys and attempted to make some toys, you know? And so we all like different aspects of all of those things and um we just talked about it because we're friends and you you talk about the stuff you like with your friends and it just feels you know no matter like how big quote unquote we've gotten and we're still you know pretty small fish in this big pond of podcasting but it still feels like i'm just talking to my friends about it you know we've had on some cool artists and and the thing that we've run into which i'm sure you've run into is these creatives that everybody knows and looks up to are really just people. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just talking to another person that does that. And it feels, we try and keep it the same as if, you know, we, we try and keep it feeling like it would be if we just went out and had coffee with them or if we went and, you know, grabbed a beer or we're talking at a con or whatever, what's the same feeling. Yep. So I've only talked to one person who that thought that they were um, not just people as you can see me doing air quotes there and that interview yeah, yeah, yeah. never see the light of day but cool. but you know what though mike jones has so many other good features <laughs> <laughs> we're not even going to talk about the oh, multiple episodes funny. i have done with mike that will never yeah, see yeah i think the light that of comments day. getting cut because, Andrew, good job because um he hasn't bothered to send me over the audio so no it's not getting cut it's staying in here just so i can publicly shame him good move well, and that's what it's about, you but know. Yeah, the po- I mean, the podcast ultimately. really just gives us a platform to shame all the people who have done us wrong. That's you really have a bad car like. purchasing Ooh, wow, experience. That's, that's like tens of that's like tens of thousands of episodes uh, we could get into right there if we just went off that. So, 
Let's All do right. it. <laughs> New podcast, Public Shaming with... <laughs> um. Oh, I, I think like that it. podcast already exists, but I won't say it on air. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people have that uh, podcast. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, you know, you guys all started the podcast when you all were living in the same area. Um, when you initially started it, were you all literally sitting around, you know, a bunch of microphones, you know, able to see each other and not staring at each other through a computer lens? Yeah. The first one we did was around one microphone. It was a Yeti just set to like ambient. It's 50% like, talking, 50% kissing. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really slow. And 100% paced. a good time. <laughs> so when one person was talking, the other two were kissing, and then you just would switch off, right? Two, if two people leaned no, in. That would have been an easier way to do it. I never stopped kissing. Oh, okay. It was weird. And now we know why Luke doesn't talk much. That's on where the grunts episode. came uh-huh. from, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. We did it, guys. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, it was we were just all around Yeah, you're right. One Mike, we did that for what, 3 episodes before we actually bought a couple yeah. more. And then well, the company we yep. worked for bought a couple more. And uh, <laughs> and then after that, um we did that for a while. I mean, we did that for Well, I I say a while. Actually, that's probably what 6 months before I left, maybe. I, yeah, I want to say yeah, like yeah, yeah. It feels like it was more than yeah, that. Yeah, it had to have been more. Maybe than that. not. Maybe not. Maybe not because I left it in January. Who knows? Yeah, the, it's the time is just a, it's just a a, a fluttering of time a, of a butterfly's wing. I mean, it's so, it's so ridiculous how fast and slow things went. Like it feels like we've done we've been doing it for two years, which more than two years now. But uh, that feels like that's a long time. But then it also feels like we've been doing it for like ten years. <laughs> <laughs> no, so yeah, we doing remote when I first moved, that was kind of weird. And then of course when Andrew moved and we were all three remote. Uh, I mean it it was kind of weird for a bit and now it is such our normal that I it doesn't even cross my mind. So it, at this point it's weird It's to actually be weird when we meet with when we do it with completely. People. So like when we get to go to a conference like we went to Creative South or when we're at MondoCon something like that, um you know, we'll be together talking and that's that's now kind of odd because it's a different energy than when you're separate because there's there's things you account there's, all the there's time. There's no two seconds Skype delay. And- Completely, and that that really affects the conversation. Um, it means that you have to be a little bit more. Honestly, I, it, it's harder to be off the cuff when you're like guessing when someone stopped and when someone started, and you're cutting each other off, and it makes it really weird. So, if anything, we can be a little bit more um like free when we're in person but uh, you know again this is just such a normal we don't think about it gotcha <coughs> also spoiler alert we're gonna be at MondoCon. yeah there you go congratulations <laughs> when's MondoCon? uh next week oh awesome once this airs well, it'll be next week yeah once this <laughs> airs it'll so be you like were at MondoCon. there were lots of technical difficulties you prevailed um maybe we'll luke see only luke only cried three times patrick did not wet his pants this time. Whoa, 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 whoa. Point of order. Luke does not cry human tears. Yeah. I cry unicorn tears. Yes, he does. Oh, the healing From factor. every orifice but his eyes. <laughs> and I mean every sweat orifice. and he's convinced you that. Keyword but. <laughs> <laughs> so now we know why you chose the phrase hold on to your butts. Oh, it wasn't because gosh. of the movie. It was. He, no, he literally has to it's hold on It's a medical to condition. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Keep the unicorn tears Or unicorn tears, tears just pour out. That's what yeah. I run on. Oh. 
<laughs> what uh, was that? That's what he runs on. What was that over-the-counter weight loss medicine that was popular a couple years ago that caused anal leakage? Haribo gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> Lay's potato chips. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, oh, God. What was that? Oh, the Alestra stuff. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. I love how we started with talking about, like... <laughs> podcast stuff and how and like our stories and it's now made its way down to anal leakage. <laughs> yeah, seepage. I feel like we've. You mean well? Up. I mean, if you want to be up. technical, we started with you saying that you were going to give me the clap. Um, <laughs> that was the first thing you said. I, that's not. That's not true. To, to be fair, I started asking if you wanted me to give you the clap. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I gave you the option. Oh yes, and my response was no. I do not. <laughs> I have a wife. I don't want to have to explain that to her. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Quitter. And I have successfully kicked a cat. I'm a horrible person. Yeah. Who hasn't? <laughs> yes. So, um, shit, what was I going to talk about? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Something, something about podcasts. Oh, yeah. So with the podcast, you know, you guys started off, it was, you know, less than, much less than 20 listeners. Uh, and you guys have, you know, now progressed up to... You know, doing episodes twice More. a week with like yeah. twenty three listeners each week, um, yeah. And you you've got your own Slack community. Um, you've got a Patreon page. Um, you're starting to pull in uh, enough money where if you ever see each other, you can buy yourselves a nice dinner at um, Shakey's Pizza. Oh, uh, dinner to share. Well, at Shakey's <laughs> Pizza or CC's Pizza, the all you can eat buffets. Yeah, five, five oh, and some gosh. change, man. I'll just I'll go that's get good, this. That's going to make a else? unicorn tear. Plus, I'm trying to bring it back to the I'm I'm trying to bring it back to the anal leakage. Um, oh right, right, right. Was it my mom calls it feces pizza? I don't need to. Oh, oh your mom is a good at branding. Smart. <laughs> As Luke holds up your, a little purple poop on his middle finger. <laughs> As Luke turns into a little purple poop. It, that's it. And I don't know what Patrick's doing. Never. I. I. I was just <laughs> waiting for the question. I was waiting time. for the question to be asked. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, that's all. <laughs> oh wow! That is just a hard. The anticipation blow, my was killing me, so I had to go do something else. That way, I could like apparently blow it out. Patrick, Patrick made a four-layer lasagna, <laughs> <laughs> blowing on it to cool it down so he can take a bite. Um, yeah, so you guys have progressed to this point. You're, you know, what was the decision to start the Patreon page? Other than you know, it's nice to be able to upgrade equipment and update websites and stuff like that. Uh, mainly that. I mean, the the reality is that it does cost money. Uh, and as much as, uh, you know, we love doing this, um, 100% and we will keep doing this, but, um, we know that we have people that are big fans of the show and, uh, you know, if they want to help out, then that might be the difference between us being able to, you know, go to MondoCon and interview, um, someone like Draplin or, or who's there. That's the difference between doing that and just, you know, um, Talking to Luke again. Just kidding. Uh, you know, it just it, it makes a big difference. And, and again, we probably well, we all know Luke's not going to talk. He's only going to grunt. That's right. That's it. Between between hosting, mm. um, you know, because we have expenses. We have to do podcast hosting, website hosting. We have our um, you know DNS to cost money. We have our um, you know Google business accounts and it, like all these things just have like prices associated with them. And that's just something that we're paying every month in addition to the time we spend. I mean, we 
for some of us, um, and I say some of us, I mean for us, I should say, you know, podcasting is kind of like a part-time job. I mean, there's some weeks we we put 20 hours into it. Um, and it's only part-time for y'all? Yeah, well, there's three yeah. of us. So, but like, <laughs> oh, okay. well, we, yeah. we record our episodes. We want our Tuesday content to be really fresh. And so like literally we'll finish recording at 11 p.m. on Monday night and the episode drops at 3 a.m. on Tuesday morning. So we have a four-hour turnaround yeah. to do artwork, web update, the edit, all that kind of stuff. And, and so the point is... Um, we love doing that stuff. We'll continue doing that stuff. But if we have people out there that say, hey, like, you know, I, in the same way that I'm going to go spend money to buy, to buy a, um, I was going to say a CD, <laughs> who buys CDs? In the same way that I'm going to spend money <laughs> to, you know, like buy this art print or I'm going to spend money to, um, you know, buy these couple tracks on iTunes or whatever, you know, I would just as well like to take a couple bucks and give to you. And because you're also oh, producing well, content, you. yeah. So because you know you're also producing content that I enjoy. So that's that's what it is. It's you know why say someone's no for them? Give them the opportunity to do that if they'd like to. And again, for us, it might be the difference um, between recording another episode here or being able to um, you know make it out to DesignerCon in, in Pasadena or something like that, which is not something that we would normally be able to do. But it, if there's mm-hmm. enough following and and you know people want that content then that's that's a way of getting that content from us so um and we should we should also say so okay so we should also say this piece for us anyway we have chosen to to go about this in such a way that um and i'm trying to do my best to like make this not sound divisive at all so um you know just kind of know my heart in it we've chosen to do this the the right way in that we've set up a, a separate business account, we are an official, you know, business. We're an LLC, um, and all these different things. So on top of the fact that, yeah, there's web hosting and stuff that people kind of know, um, that kind of if you give it a moment to think about it, like tangibly, that all makes sense. There's also business fees that that are associated with this. So each of us are a 33. Patrick is 34 um, percent stakeholder in this company. So um, on top of all those franchise other, like, and excise no, tax, you know, did you know we pay that? Because we yeah, do. We <laughs> yeah. So um, so there's like, there's lots of stuff behind that. So any any and all you know help uh, a ton. But like Patrick said, we we do this because we love it, not because we make money off of it. We have chosen well, podcasters. Of course, you don't make money off of it, right? We have chosen <laughs> to do things a certain way, um, and we don't go the easy the, go the easy routes. Um, some people do, and that's fine. That's not it's, it's not a slam on them, but um, you know, like we have we have new episode artwork every single episode, and that just takes time. Um, and we we hand pick you know the songs and and we curate new um, new stuff for every episode, and and we. That just takes time, you know, and and Luke is really, really good because we we maintain a clean rating. That's just kind of what we chose to to. The, that's the route we chose to go. Oh fuck that and, shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, but Luke has had to spend hours. Um, cause if you listen to some of the guests that we've had on, you're like, wow, that's the cleanest I've ever heard them. <laughs> well, that's because they weren't the cleanest you've ever heard them, but Luke did a good job of, of, of masterfully, um, editing it. So like all that stuff just takes time. How long did um, it take so, you to edit Draplin? Draplin because actually wasn't I that edited bad. It. Um, <laughs> remember? Oh, that's right. You it did wasn't that bad he, for yeah. you because oh, I did. Gosh. It wasn't, it, listen, it wasn't the... But it, it still no, no, wasn't no, the that bad. If I weren't bad. What was bad is that it sounded like he had a train yard like right behind where he was sitting, and so there's just a lot of like right. he literally <laughs> does have a train. There was just yard a ton of noise sits. like the whole time, and so like 
Well, also his feed recorded yeah, everybody. Yeah. I had that same thing. So my, <laughs> when I interviewed him, because his uh, he has he didn't use headphones. He just had like desktop like um, monitors. Listen, headphones can't can't contain that. No, 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 no nothing they're, can they're, contain them. <laughs> I listen. He that is top two favorite interviews for me was Draplin. That was just that whole thing was magic. But I had to go through the two hours that we recorded, or two and a half hours we recorded, and manually like you know like. Down and up, down and up, down and up, turning down everybody, turning down ambient. There was there had to be 450 edits in that file. And uh, so thankfully I was on a plane that day. I was coming back from uh, San Antonio. And so the whole time on the plane, I was just sitting there like making my edits. Like T-Rex arms? Yeah, because it's tiny. So <laughs> that's what it looks like. Sorry, people can't see the T-Rex arms that you're doing to type yeah, don't we'll put it up in the show notes. Well, we won't. Jason has to. Well, no, no, you get to. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, you know, there there can be some editing for sure, but no, Trapo was a bit. The expletive wise, the most was Frank Kozik. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. It was every every eighth word, maybe. And you would have uh, no but idea if you listen to that episode. You miss. You don't miss any of the points. You don't miss any of of what he's trying to communicate. And there's no beeps or anything. It's just all seamlessly edited, and enough that I was flipping out. Like I was. I told my wife when I was listening to the episode, "Oh, you're gonna have to listen to this." I was like, "It's gonna be beeps everywhere because he he just. I mean, it was just so much. And it wasn't bad. It was just that's how he how he expresses himself. And I was letting her listen to it, and like we listened for like thirty seconds. I'm like, huh. Well, let me fast forward. I'm like, I guess he must not have said much there. And then I fast forward and I'm like, wow, maybe he didn't say it as much as, as I thought he did. And I just kept fast forwarding and fast forwarding to different chunks. And then finally got to the end of the episode and realized Luke did an amazing job editing this. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Meanwhile, Luke is still was still sleeping it off from being up so long. It took a long time. So I think when we originally recorded it, recorded it, it was going to be... Um, all right, let's find a funny. We were trying to think of a funny sound to put in for the, all the beeps because it would be it just be comical how much there would be. And then as I was editing, I was just like, you know what? I probably could cut this one out and this one out just so it's not because it was just going to be obnoxious all of those beep sounds. Um, and as I got going, I was able to cut it all out. And like Andrew said, you don't lose any of the commentary. You don't lose any of the, like the meat of what he was saying or any of the story parts. Um, but it took a long time. I, I got into it and I was like, it, it then became like, okay, I can do this. It's going to be right. And it well, I think time. you need to re- release a special bonus episode where the sound is like either a clown horn or a slide whistle. Yeah. <laughs> It would be thirty yep, percent every longer, time, Could but in the, in the best way. <laughs> you know, I think Kozik was a big episode for us because um, that was the first time that someone that we considered a major brand in our space um, shared us. That we knew that we were getting social push because Kid Robot was uh, pushing our episode for us, and mm-hmm. uh, so that was that was like a I feel like somewhat of a um, kind of big marker for us. It was a, it was a, a milestone. milestone yeah, absolutely. Sure, yeah. I would say um, Kozik was a big one. And, you know, Draplin always sticks out to me because when we went to Creative South, Draplin was the first artist that we talked to um, at Creative South. And then we did, we ended up not getting the... Hey, I'm an artist, damn it. We still might have seen him before you. Um, but we ended up not getting to interview him until after the fact. But again, there was something about that interview that felt a bit like a bit of a milestone. But... Um, 
But yeah, the Kozik one will always stand out to me just because that was much earlier. I mean, I want to say Kozik was closer to what, like episode, like, um, I know 50 was Cole because it was the shoot for gold thing, but I want to say Kozik mm-hmm. was around the same line. Like it was episode like 52 or something like that. And, you know, now again, we're on, yeah. when you listen to this, we'll be past 200. So it's been a minute, but that one was still right. very, very special. Well, we had, uh, we had other people before that, like we had Joe Ledbetter on before that. And that was, I mean, that was one of the milestones for me, Well, at least for sure. It was like one of those was like, hey, this is like one of the first people that's not our friends, like him and Alex Delianis and stuff. Like we had guys that were like, we looked up into like in the <laughs> industries. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. That we looked up into? I just, I don't know. That oh. struck me. I'm sorry. I got you. Um, Next time I'll mute my but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> we, but we had those guys on. But yeah, Kozik was like one of the first guys that actually, he kind of transcended a lot of the different arts, like art forms that we like. Like he's a toy guy. He was an art guy. He did posters. Sure. Um he kind of brought everything together, and he's probably one of the most recognizable people. Well, he was known as like so the king like, of the gig posters or something like that. Yeah. And yep. Yeah, it was just it was crazy. And I think we, if you go back and you listen to, don't. But if you did <laughs> go back and listen to some of our earlier episodes, I think Alex Delianis, who is um, he's an animator at, he was uh, our first uh, guest, Nickelodeon. Right? Yeah, he was our first like guest guest. Um, was um, at Nickelodeon Animation, worked on like the pilot episode for the new Ninja Turtles. Um, that was actually pretty early on. It was like episode nine. It wasn't like we had been doing it for a long time eight. before we... Episode eight. I mean, it, it, was, it wasn't like we were... So even if you go back and listen to that episode, it was still rough. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've, yeah. we've had people oh, yeah. who were willing to kind of put their neck out for us um, and take time to talk to us and just be really generous with their time well before we ever even really gave them an opportunity. Like, we weren't really even a platform at that point for them. Now, feasibly, artists can actually get... There's actually a value add for them now. But before, like, you go back and listen to, like, the first hundred episodes, very few episodes was their actual buy-in. But, you know, that's... I would say that's one of my biggest... Um, my favorite lessons learned. And I think we see this over and over and over. We just did our panel series. So we talked to panel, mm-hmm. uh, panels of guests uh, for the past. Um, this was in, um, I forget, we're, we're in the future now. So this is crazy. So back in August, we did our panel month. And um, when you're coordinating that many people, I mean, we, we talked to, what was that, 16 people over those four weeks. We talked to like 16 mm-hmm. different artists or something, 15 artists, something like that. And... Um, Part of me says, man, it, like it's it's nuts coordinating that many people, but it says something that that many people in that that like let me uh, calm down because I get really excited about this point. Um, these people that are like your heroes, right? Like these are the people that you look up to, the the artists in your space, the uh, the toy, the d- designers, creators, developers, whatever. Um, they like you as much as you like them. And I think that's the big lesson learned. I mean, the only reason you can get that many people sure. to come together and talk is because they're willing to share, right? And the and mm-hmm. those people, one after another, would say like they like they wanted to encourage people, and we get that every week on the show. Like we we have a guest on. So in the beginning, I think in the first fifty episodes, we had four guests, something like that. And then since episode fifty, I think we've had like one a week since then, roughly. Um, 
And so we've we've talked to at this point a lot of people. I mean, over the course of just Creative South, that one event, we talked to what twenty seven people, twenty nine people, something like that. Um, we had we talked to a lot more, but we were I think we had twenty seven recorded that we put out. Interviews. So, but the point is, like mm-hmm. the vast vast majority of these people, um, they they don't want to like hold their knowledge tight. They want to share it with you, and and they get excited to share it with you and they get excited about the fact that you want to listen to them share it to you like it's it's this totally funny thing i i think one of the best examples like just verbally talking about it was kevin eastman because kevin um kevin's the kind of guy that he's a bigger fan of you than you are of him and this is the guy that created the ninja turtles like this is if anybody can be like you know in this space i freaking made it and i'm a big deal it's kevin eastman and he comes across as more of a fan and he is so excited to meet everybody that wants to meet him. And, uh, but that's been our experience. I mean, I gotta give, I gotta give Andrew shit on Kevin Eastman. You had two opportunities where you within arm's reach of him and you didn't talk to him after you had already talked to him. <laughs> I did. So I, what do you mean? I, there was only one experience where I was within arm's reach and I didn't talk to him. That was the was, theater thing that I've it was the theater. Up. And they, they were really clear about him not, I mean, I just didn't. I didn't want to be that guy who's. You would have been that guy. I know you just told everybody else that you can't talk to him, but I mean, I just talked to him last week, so clearly. No, but they shuffled him in when the lights were off. That guy. And they shuffled him out before the lights came back on. Like there was no talking to him unless you were like, "Hey, stop talking to your wife for a second. Put the microphone down." Uh, It would have been a pain, but but yeah, I'm just. I would say my favorite lesson is just like the generosity, um, of of these artists that again being that they're your heroes, you would assume are kind of off limits and don't want to talk to you and don't care who you are. And that's just not the case. Yeah. So, you know, cause we're kind of getting close to time here. Um, <laughs> I think we're, what we're like two hours now, right? Yeah. An hour and a half. Um, and, and I don't want my children to start screaming and wondering where the hell I am and my wife to divorce me because I've been back here too long. Um, so, so kind of wrapping up things, um, you know, what does the future hold for you guys? What do you, what are you planning on doing? What's uh, new and exciting? Obviously you'll have, by the time this goes up, you'll have been to MondoCon. Um, what else is going right. on? Uh, no, MondoCon's not until November, right? No, MondoCon is October. It's like the second week of October. Oh, DesignerCon oh, okay. is in November. I see. Yeah. Okay. I see. I see. Shoot. Okay. All cool. right. Well. Future time bad. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I'll um, just go and answer that. That's tough. I mean, it it's um, certainly where we want to be and where we will be and all that kind of stuff is just so up in the air. And and I so much of it is tied to our personal lives as well, which I which I know is like really up in the air. So um, hopefully, still talking to guests. Ho- hopefully, still um, you know in the cre- the creative community. Honestly, where I probably what i probably enjoy the most that uh, of what we're doing now and would like to see grow moving forward is our slack community i I think just Mm -hmm. the ability to talk to creatives day in and day out um you know kind of like live updates what people are working on be able to encourage people be able to answer questions in real time it it, i love listen i love talking to artists like you know um draplin is great and eastman's great and all those in all those people are awesome but I get honestly more joy uh, being able to encourage someone or answer a question or like, you know, um, dive into some 
ridiculous deep discussion about some crazy abstract concept through the slack line like it, it's something about having community with people on a daily basis is very special to me so as far as where the podcast will be i have no idea i hope that um the slack community has really grown and uh and i would like to see what that community can come together and do you know maybe dreaming big picture maybe we get to do like a slack community meetup or something like that but um we'll get there when we get there but that's uh that's where i want to put my energy yeah i mean practically speaking in the immediate future um we are going to be rolling out a new website. Um, that was part of our Patreon. Uh, that was our first here Patreon reward, and we hit that, or is it goal? Whichever it is. Um, goal, yes. So in the immediate future, we'll, we will be rolling out a new website with some new, uh, newly developed content that's, that's specific to that that we've never kind of ventured into before. So that'll be fun and exciting and challenging. Can you give us a sneak um, peek? Yeah, it'll uh, it'll be on the internet. So, oh, uh, is that where you put websites? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. That's where this one's gonna, most of the time. That's where this that's one's Andrew's go. way of okay. saying no, he hasn't started yet. Oh, okay. well, <laughs> oh, do you mean like what the new one looks like or what the new content is? Content. Oh yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought you meant. Um, we don't. We're not quite ready to say what that is yet because we need to fully flesh out how because <laughs> you haven't decided practically <laughs> well we know what we know what it is we just have to figure out how to how to make it happen so um we're we're in the process of doing all that stuff now so um you know there's a couple of other things too that uh depending on what happens with our patreon depending what happens with you know potential sponsorships and things it, it might uh it, it might change the course of where we're going or expedite certain plans or certain ideas. Um, but I know for us in the immediate future, it's going to be us working on the website and then us just trying to continue to bring new and exciting people to the show. Um, and then trying to diversify a little bit. Um, and there's some people, uh, you know, that, that we need to chat with who we've been wanting to get, you know, kind of get on the show and the timing hasn't worked out. So, um, circling back around with them and, you know, my personal, my, my personal hope is that in, in the, the coming months, um, that maybe we start talking to a few more, uh, like production people, like Hollywood production people. There's a few people that I kind of have on my list that are, Maybe, you know, they might be white whale type things, but I don't know. We've caught some other white whales. So, um, Tom Hanks, right? Tom Hanks. Oh, he's actually already scheduled. So, by the time you listen to this, he will be on uh, in 2027. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so, you know, that that's kind of where we're headed. And then, Luke, you've got some big news to share. All right, baby number three. Yeah. Boom. Nope. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know where we're gonna be. Um, Spirit. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I I think Patrick said it best. I, it's kind of like up in the air of you know depends on what the the community wants and and kind of what they respond to. Um, we talked about metrics a little bit. It's kind of all over over the place, and you kind of have to decipher like what works and what doesn't. So we have an some ideas. Part of that is the. Uh, website push and some new kind of content that we can deliver. Um, there's been other talks of, you know, different kinds of, um, delivery for content. Um, yeah, we don't know. We don't know exactly what it, what it holds. We, we have ideas and we'll chase those down as, uh, as the resources become available. But 
I mean, personally for me, I, I like where we are. I like who we're talking to. Um, I think I agree with Andrew. I think we need to get a better representation in the film side of it. But, um, you know, other than that, people are rad. I just like talking to people. Cool. So well said, Luke. So so wrapping up here, why don't we go? I agreed with both of you guys. Is that why it was well said? (laughs) (laughs) So did good, Luke. Good job. That's what you told me to do. (laughs) And you use more than one syllable words. So you did. We're very happy for you. Now listen, don't tell anybody I know that. Multiple full sentences. Yeah, you've set a new expectation for yourself on on our (laughs) podcast, Luke. So wrapping up here, why don't we go around the table and uh, we'll knock out. No, that's our podcast. Huh? <laughs> that's trademarked. I'm sorry. You can't. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's tra- TM. Uh, we'll discuss that later. Um, <laughs> so, so we're going to go around the proverbial table. Why don't we go around the little panels on the Skype screen here? Yeah. Uh, I don't think again. anyone's trademarked that yet. No, you're right. Uh, um, I think probably Skype did. Well, but fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know a ton about trademark law, but if you use another company's name in the title, it's probably not okay. I'm promoting them, and I'm not. Uh, I don't think no. I'm violating anything. And you're not asking. You're not asking them to cut you a check. So yeah. I no, guess but if they probably... want to Skype, um, I will be more than happy to take a sponsorship from them. Yeah. Uh, Just send it to Jason Frost. Laundry room. PO Box one 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 one. Where do you? He lives you in the laundry room. Yes, <laughs> laundry room, laundry room USA. Carry of laundry room yes. USA. <laughs> That's exactly where it is. Uh, there's a PO box right in my laundry room too, so it makes it's it- more like a PU box. Oh, someone oh. added the drums. Yeah. No, no, no. That is definitely something to add for sure. <sighs> yeah, slide whistle. This was going so well, Andrew, and now I just oh. All right, we'll pick so it back ashamed. up. Take control. Yeah, now Take you got control. A goal. Now you got gold. I believe in you, Jason. Not, yeah. <sighs> Where can we find you on the web? <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's start with Andrew, who let that stinker out of the bag um, right before this. So, if people want to find you, where can we find you? First of all, I think that was a quality joke uh, for all the dads out there. No, even um, in dad so- joke land, that was bad. Oh, come on. You're just saying that because I didn't have low hanging early. fruit. Andrew, do our social. Let's go. <laughs> no, Luke's over there shaking his head, too. So. Patrick's getting antsy. So I'll go ahead and go. Patrick's tugging on his ear. That means that he's he is having his uh, ticks. Um, you can find me at Andrew Sale on uh, all of the different platforms with threes instead of E's. So it's A-N-D-R-3-W-S-A-L-3 on all the different platforms. Um, and then, of course, the Master of One podcast, M of One podcast, uh, on all the different platforms as well. <laughs> Why is that funny? Is this hard this is a very serious thing, Andrew. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just remembering that awesome joke I had, and it was super funny. <laughs> um yeah, you can find us on all the different socials on there, and you can find us on mf1podcast.com and a whole slew of stuff on there. Luke, what do you have? Sorry, Jason, you take it to Luke. <laughs> now I feel like I just have to be different. That Patrick went into auto, or Andrew went into autopilot mode and just started going through the whole thing. Uh, Luke, where can we find you? Yeah, you can. You really, let's just be honest. You can find me. Um, 
on M of One podcast. That's kind of it. That becomes like for me too. That's more and more the case every week. Like you can, I'm on uh, Instagram, the Great Pat. Barely B. had anything to begin with. No, well, yeah. So I'm on Instagram, the Great Pat's B. That's with two A's. But the reality is, I just never check it. So really, at M of One Podcast. And then if you want to join the Slack room, like I talked about before, it's m1podcast.com forward slash Slack. Just fill out a form and you can join the discussion. And then, of course, if you want to listen to the show, we're on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, just search M of One Podcast. Um, that's And then the Patreon, which you mentioned before. Thank you. It's patreon.com forward slash M of One Podcast. So that's most of, those are the links that Andrew left out. I got gotcha. And while I'm on that yeah. note, you can cut out whatever you want to, but I'm going to just keep going. Big shout okay. out to our people that support us on Patreon. Seriously, you are awesome. Love you guys. There you go. And if you want to support the Creative South podcast on Patreon, you can find us over there too at patreon.com slash creative south. And where are you guys on Patreon? Your Patreon. Everything's just M of one, one podcast. podcast. That's what so I figured just in case, uh, you know, it got weird. So yeah, go throw yeah. those guys some money. They, uh, they could use all the help. They have growing families. Luke's beard. Listen, Luke's, Luke's, beard, Luke's beard requires, requires intensive grooming and special products. It requires products. at least a, a, a part-time job's <laughs> worth of, of grooming supplies a year. Well, so. you got to get the birds. He did have a sponsorship, but he like he got a tattoo, like a visible tattoo, and but they he dropped it. But he outgrew them. Then... <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who you are. These are quality jokes. Poor Luke. Your eyes look so sad right now. It's because I can't get away from it. I thought it was a different podcast. Maybe it'd be different jokes, but no, oh, it's the same. I'm sorry. Welcome to me. I, I, the, the beauty is going to cut my entire part out. <laughs> <laughs> my my audio, he's going to be like, ah, dude, I, I never got your audio. I'm like, I have a read receipt right here. <laughs> nah, man, it's never, it never no, came through. No, no, it's corrupted. Um, <laughs> Luke, I love you. I'll spoon with you later. <laughs> I like it. I'll even let you be the big spoon. He, oh, I don't he think I have a choice in that. Say, he wouldn't have it any. He's the way. big spoon. His beard's a little spoon. <laughs> yeah, it's weird to walk on him spooning himself. I'm not gonna lie. It's happened way too many times. It's only weird if you walk in. If you if you're Look, there when it starts, if you knock before you walked in, you know this wouldn't happen. <laughs> That's the problem. I it's knock true. and he says, come in. And he's still doing it. <laughs> so, Luke, I'm going to put you on the spot here. And yeah. um, why don't you take Again. us out of the podcast the way that you end the M of One podcast? And I'm, I'm Luke. Patrick. <laughs> and I'm Andrew. <laughs> Back to Luke. Hold on to your... <laughs> Hold on it's backwards to your now. And go out and hug some necks. <laughs> so to be fair, though, you've thrown us all. Yeah, no, into no, you have Luke. to redo that. This is you backwards. Have to start with Andrew, and then it's going to end on Luke. Okay, I we was really just looking everyone. for the hold on to your butts, but but it's just I weird out of like, nowhere. I liked yeah. it better the and other I, way. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. You can just cut all the rest of this out. This is your show. No, I want to do this. <laughs> I like it just being me and you. Hold on to your butts and hug some necks. That's it. Leave it. Leave it done. Oh damn, Skippy! We're just leaving. We'll leave it done. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm just leaving all of this. You, in, just so you know. Oh, I I expect nothing less. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. No one will have made it to this point in the podcast. We can say we're Achievement an hour and thirty unlocked. minutes in. <laughs> the, the, your, Achievement unlocked. Your, your, we can say anything at this point, and it's gonna get heard by no one. Well, why don't you prove us wrong on that? <laughs> Support if us you on tweet Patreon. Us with. 
if you t- <laughs> if you tweet us with the secret word, we will what's send you a T-shirt. That's a good, yeah, first person to t- Andrew. What's the secret the first word? First person to to tweet at M of One Podcast um, with the word. Petunia. Petunia. Wait, wait. Why? W- um, yeah. Whoa, you whoa, whoa. Why wouldn't you use um, unicorn tears or whatever? Mm. Anal because leakage. That you don't have to listen that far. Somebody could just say unicorn tears as a like a ha ha. Heard that. Okay, know, so it's it has petu- to be so petunia. the first person. Yeah, because because hashtag unicorn tears is going to trend. We know that anyway. Okay. Oh, for so, sure. So first person to tweet. Only the word Petunia. You can't tweet anything. If you tweet anything else, you didn't follow the rules, which means you already stopped well, you listening. Got, you got to tag us. And you you got to tag, tag us. <laughs> That's a good point. Got to make sure tag both podcasts. So add him one podcast, <laughs> yeah. Petunia. You will get a, we will send you a shirt. <laughs> and at yes. Creative SO Pod <laughs> in there too. You got to have both. And they'll send Is you it? a shirt. When I get shirts in, I will send you one and some stickers. So, um, so or what really is it? One it's, creative, it's Creative SO Pod? Yeah. Because okay. Creative South Pod um, apparently the is, Creative So Pod. Yeah, because apparently Creative South Pod is one character too long. Well, yeah, mm. I could have told you that. Math's not good. <laughs> you should have yeah, done, done Creative with an eight. Creative. Oh, see? big miss, big miss. That's why he's the master of TV and film. Not <laughs> 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 design. That one was a thinker. How'd you? How was that one, Luke? That was Did good. that one pass it the inspection? Right. Yeah, pass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was much better. All right. <laughs> Did we do it? <laughs> Just edit that joke into all the other times where I said jokes. Just <laughs> that same joke. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Find out more about Master of One Podcast on Twitter at M of One Podcast. And be sure to check out the links in the show notes for more ways to keep up with them. You can keep up with the podcast on Twitter and our new Facebook page at Creative SO Pod. And follow Creative South on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Creative South GA or over at CreativeSouth.com. And I'm at Jay Frostholm on Dribble, Twitter, and Instagram. Visit jack.ink slash design and get up to $75 off your next order when you use promo code CSPODCAST16. For a limited time, new Skillshare customers can get their first three months for just 99 cents to get unlimited access to thousands of classes when you sign up at Skillshare.com using promo code CreativeSouth. What are you waiting for? Start learning today. Don't forget to head over to CreativeSouthGA.com right now to pick up your tickets for Creative South in April of 2017. We're looking forward to seeing you there and hugging some necks. And remember, if you like the show, help support us over at Patreon.com slash CreativeSouth. And if you like the Creative South podcast, head over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play Music. Rate us and leave a review. This helps more people find the podcast and allows us to keep getting awesome guests. Now go out and hug some necks. Necks.